Welcome to another episode of What's the Scrimmage. On this episode, we talk about the results of the play-in tournament, plus we give our predictions on the first round of the NBA playoffs. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your listening pleasures to What's the Scrimmage. Hello, and welcome to What's the Scrimmage. I'm your boy, Big Hav. I'm Dre. And welcome to our next uh, our episode. We're going to be talking about giving our predictions on the um, playoffs, uh, our prediction on the playoffs. But first, before we do that, let's jump into the playing tournaments that happened that happened over the, this past week. So the first playing tournament we want to talk about is the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Clippers. And the Minnesota Timberwolves pulled out the victory at home. And, it's, and, and a lot of people criticize and laugh because of how the Minnesota Timberwolves pretty much took the game like if they won, they just won the championship. Which to me, I don't have any, I don't have an issue with it because that team, that that's a young team, they've been through a lot, and they just want to get things going. And they, and they, you know, they finally get the opportunity to get into the playoffs. And as we speak of today, they just won their first playoff playoff game against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies on the road. So that told you this team is doing something ver- doing something in the right way, especially with Carl Anthony Towns playing the, playing the game he's been playing since the last time he played uh he played especially with against the Clippers where he was pretty much being doubled, he was being hacked. I mean, he harassed. was being harassed. He was being, <laughs> he was being harassed a lot. Double team, triple team. They were saying we were getting the ball out of his hands. He had two offensive fouls just trying to get away from the double. Right. And, you know, just bumping into somebody. I mean, he's a bigger guy. So if somebody falls from, you know, from getting hit by Carly Towns, they kind of get the benefit of the doubt, and they're going to give it to, uh, you know, give a foul for Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, but leave it to Anthony Edwards and to, uh, and to D'Lo coming to, coming to, the, coming to, the, uh, coming to the rescue when Cat when fouls out the game. And he – and uh, – Minnesota man, they come out with the victory. Uh, Patrick Beverly with, with the scathing remarks to the to the uh, to the Clippers, to, calling them uh, weak, uh, just weak, blinking, weak blink Clippers. You know that's what he you know that's what he called the Clippers. He called them weak, um, and pretty much and, and pretty much got fined because he got fined thirty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars for his comments. At the podium, you know, they was like, "We could let one go," but he just kept going. He did, yeah. So, <laughs> so it was just like, I understand, I understand you're happy, I understand you did what you did, but you know, come on, my brother, you got, you have to come up with, you got to go with that. But Anthony Edwards and that in that Clippers playing tournament to to seal the seventh seed, he was thirty points. Uh, he he had thirty points, five rebounds, two assists, and then D'Angelo Russell. Came along for the ride with twenty nine points, six assists, five rebounds. Going on with that, Michael um, Beasley, um, Beasley, um, Malik Beasley, um, pretty much helped uh, contribute as well with twelve points. Yeah, he played and, well. And six points as well. And then, of course, we talked about Carl Anthony Towns. He pretty much was non-existent because he was getting in early and often foul trouble. Pretty much fouling out the game. Um, he played game. 24 minutes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was. He was pretty much. Um, actually, he played. Yeah, he played 24 minutes. Right. So yeah, he was. He pretty much. He pretty much. Clippers was making sure like everybody else is going to beat us, not you. And everybody and, and D'Angelo Russell and, and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards was like, 
All right, we'll do it. We'll we'll beat you. We'll be the ones to beat you tonight. And, yeah, they played well. And Patrick Beverly with his energy. Say what you want about Patrick Beverly, man. He pretty much had the game winning steal, I think. Yeah. Garden Reggie Jackson mm-hmm. poked it free from him. Yeah. And 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 say what you say about Reggie Jackson, man. You know, and say, you know, he's obnoxious. He's he's uh he's a he's a tyrant, isn't everything, but I guarantee you, if he was on your team, you would love him. Just yeah. because of his energy and what Little he does. You know, so he's a he's him. a guy that I'd be like, Man, I hate when we play this guy. But if you had him on your team, you know, you you would want him to be on your team, especially when he done everything. And plus, Paul George had a pretty had a very good game. He dropped thirty four points, had five had seven rebounds, five assists. Um, Morris had a pretty good game. Well, Morris Morris had a uh, I'm sorry, Reggie Jackson had seven points, uh, seven rebounds, five assists. Morris had twelve points in that game, and um, Powell. The 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 late trade edition has sixteen points. So Norman Powell, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. So can you imagine, you know, having Kawhi Leonard on that squad, them playing, you know, that team will have been crazy, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, wish wish you could have him, whatever it is, but and then we're going to talk about Kawhi Leonard and his issues he's having with the Clippers. The reports are out there of him having there's reports with uh, having issues with the Clippers and how him and the Clippers are are being frustrated at at each side. So we'll we'll talk about that later once we get the chance. But Timberwolves sealed number sealed the seventh seed, and now the Clippers have to play the winner of the game between the San Antonio Spurs and the New Orleans Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans, like you had, and you had you had the Pelicans. Um, no, you lose it to the Spurs. I thought they were going to lose to the Spurs. I yeah, the Spurs were going to be able to win. And I had the Pelicans winning. I had the Pelicans winning because of what? Because CJ McCullough just changed life for for um, Pelicans. And Brandon Ingram has been playing out of his mind as well. He's playing at the caliber level that caliber level at the caliber level that as a Laker fan I knew he could get to. I'm just glad he finally got the opportunity to show it on the big stage. Like the playing tournament, and now he's having an op- with that win, he's having an opportunity to get into the playoffs. Now we go into the playing tournament, and it's the Clippers versus the New Orleans Pelicans. And this was like a tale of two games. Um, Pelicans came out at on the on on the Clippers and punched them in the mouth early and often throughout the first two quarters. Then going into the third quarter. It was the, the Clippers came back and start making and start making their runs like they always do, with um, Man and PG and Morris. They were doing. They were. They were really in in pow. They were all just fantastic. They was. They was. They was killing them in the in the um in the third quarter. But then, before the um the third quarter, the fourth quarter start, you had. Um, coach of the coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, Willie Green, give that speech. Give that give that incredible Braveheart speech. Yeah. If all he all it was missing was the was the was the orchestra behind him while he's giving that giving that speech to him, telling him we're not going to freaking lose this game. We're not going to give this up. We're going to freaking do it. And the, the the one thing I love most about it 
he knew the cameras was on him. So he used freaking and stuff with the F-bomb for people to say, he said, we're going to freaking win this game. We're not going to let this go. We're going to win this game. And once they showed that clip of him firing up his team, you could definitely see they took that to heart and they went out there and they played their butts off. Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum was just phenomenal. Brandon Ingram going there, just, just hitting mid-range, driving and dunking and passing the and his passing. Brandon Ingram is definitely a, the most underrated passer. Like not, not a lot of people talk about his passing. Yeah. But his passing is just amazing, man. And he he did a fantastic job that game. He was definitely um, the 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 main catalyst of of the Pelicans winning that game. And plus, on top of that, for the Clippers, before the game even started, a lot of people saw them at a disadvantage because PG gets hit with health and safety protocols. He can't play in a playing tournament. Shouldn't have, I think he should just stayed stayed. Uh, uh, you know. Either in the hotel or whatever, just stayed put. I mean, they went home. They were home. They yeah. didn't have to go to the hotel. But the thing so is, you just stay at home. I mean, I don't know what it. I don't know what happened. I don't know what it was. What happened? Because he, even though they lost that game to Minnesota, he was still a catalyst of. of he could have definitely made the made the turn in that playing tournament between. Um, between them and, and between them and, and the Pelicans, because PG is is a defensive stopper. He could stop runs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he could stop runs and he can put the clamps on guys. I'll say what you want about PG, he's definitely he's one of the best two way players in the game. So not having that on the floor, plus not having your guy Kawhi Leonard, even though I gave the Clippers the benefit of the doubt because I've seen them one games. Off the backs of a Reggie Jackson and um, um, Platoon and Marcus um, Marcus Morris Senior and 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 Man and all of Zubac, them Zubox and Man and Zubox. I gave them a bit of that was like, and plus Tyron Lue, who's who's one of the best coaches in the league, one of the best coaches in the league, young coaches in the league. I gave them the benefit of the doubt, but man. Willie Green, his his rally and cry, and that young New Orleans Pelican team really came came alive and was able to pull this pull that win. And now you got New Orleans in the playoffs right now, taking on uh, the Phoenix Suns. So congratulations to the Pelicans making it to the playoffs post the Anthony Davis era. So this is something incredible and very. I'm very want to see how this team performs against, especially the caliber team that the Phoenix Suns are. So we'll see how that team, how that goes. So let's go to the East, East, my brother, my East. We're going to the East Coast, and um, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about the playing tournament between Brooklyn and the Cavaliers. I had Brooklyn winning that game. You had Cavs winning that game, and it was pretty much a route. With yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn just went in there, and just wrapped, just random, pretty much off the floor. It was just like, even though it was a close game, you yeah, can, you can sometimes you can kind of feel and like people, like people think that NBA players don't feel momentum. You feel the momentum, you right? Feel it, yeah. And you probably feel it more than all the other fans. Where fans who might be like, "Oh, this is on a little run," we're on the court. It feels they're rolling right now, right? 
Right. Like three threes will feel like an avalanche. Right. Especially in transition. Right. But they just what what uh what's called when especially when you have a guy like Kyrie and he doesn't miss, that takes a lot from a team. Yeah, Kyrie. It's like it's like whatever you do, he just won't miss. Kyrie was just on the Kyrie was just being Kyrie. Like he did he didn't miss he didn't miss in the first a, half. In the nine, first nine. half. He didn't miss he didn't miss it till the fourth. Maybe <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, I think he he didn't miss it to the fourth quarter, and he was he was just fade away mid range shooting off to the side, just knocking down threes. I mean, passing, getting guys involved, passing yeah, the ball. The too. Yeah, he was fantastic that game. Like Kyrie had a had a game of a game. He had that game for that Brooklyn team for that Brooklyn team, man. And it's kind of like. Him having that game, you know, pretty much for all for what the season had brought because of everything that has happened, you know, with the whole vaccine, the mandate, and all this other stuff that that's yeah. in New York. So it seems like Kyrie just came along and was like, "Hey, I got this." Thir- dropping thirty four points, but I mean, it was you had like one, two, three, four, five guys in double digits. KD twenty five. Five rebounds, eleven assists. Yeah. What? Who said he need to be Magic Johnson or LeBron James that night? But KD did. KD had it. In. Bruce Brown came in with eighteen points, eight assists, nine rebounds. Bruce Brown is the glue guy. Yeah. He's, even though Nick Claxton is a really good player, uh-huh. and he's a really good defense player, the the defensive, you know, the glue guy is it's. It's Bruce Brown and Andre Drummond. He had 16 points. Andre eight, Drummond is really eight rebounds, well. and that's the one thing he played. Even though the numbers don't say much, because 16 points, eight rebounds, he did a phenomenal job with his with his being just being in the paint, clogging the paint up, and playing defense, and then all of a sudden just getting into his spots, getting easy shots for him, and also being a um a, being just being aggressive on the floor, really put the team on on his back, and but. Kyrie, thirty-four points, twelve assists. Oh my goodness, what a hell of a what a hell of a game he had, man! And that just put that just pretty much put him put them in on a, on another level. But there's still some issues with that team because the defense, even though they was able to ratchet up the defense a little bit, Cleveland still stuck around. You know what I'm saying? They still stuck around as a young squad. So we'll see how you know this how brooklyn takes on a team like like the like the uh, a team like the um celtics moving forward and being and how they how they dominate and how how that team who's been playing extremely well you know having a having a team having a um start of the regular season on a bumpy road and then just finishing out extremely well you know i definitely want to see how that turns out for that team and it goes on from there so with that being done, the Nets lock up the seventh seed. So the Cavs will be battling the winner between the Atlanta Hawks and Charlotte. And uh, Atlanta Hawks and Charlotte. And uh, Atlanta Hawks just pretty much just, just did what they do what they do normally. They do best. They came out. They battled. They took out a, a Hornets team where I thought the Hornets were going to win that game. But, uh, yeah, they pretty much – they. Pretty much the Hawks pretty much told the Hornets, you know, hey, this is this this is this is we've been here before. We going to take care of business, and it looked like they took out Lamelo, like Lamelo Ball, 
you know, even he dropped 26 points, eight assists, five five rebounds. He still kind of it looked like he kind of was like struggling a little bit out there like that, like that. And then um, you know, he but he still had a, he had a pretty good game. Terry Rozier with 21 points, uh, Miles Bridges with 12 points, and PJ Washington with 17. But you got um, but then you look over to the Atlanta side, you had one, two, three, four, five, six guys in double figures with Trey Young leading everybody with 24 points. Then hit Hunter with 22. Um, Godonari, 18. And Hunter and Bondov- and Bondad Badanovich both had having 13 points. I mean, that it was just a team effort on that one or in that game. And everything going forward. Now let's talk about Miles Bridges after the game. Of course, he was frustrated because of them losing that game. He throws his mouthpiece in the stand, try to hit a fan that was heckling him, but end up in hitting a girl. Got fined, then get suspended. Your thoughts on that? Um, I think the fine was cool. Nothing crazy. I mean, it's only it's like he's not known again. Like I said, he's not known to be a crazy. You know. Draymond Green or, you know, Patrick Beverly type guy. He's, right. like, he's known as a very calm guy. So when he does something like that, it's kind of like it's a first time. Don't mm-hmm. do it again. That's what the 50K it was. If it was 25K, that's like a slap on the wrist. But, you know, this 50K is kind of like a, it's kind of like a strict talk, like a parent strictly talking to their kid. Don't do it again. Right. Right. So I, so I, I'm, I'm completely fine with this, with this. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I really well since you put it like that, I kind of was kind of like he might get suspended a game or two, but he kind of he 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 got off and because of his reputation, because of his reputation, they was like, we'll just find you, you know, and and go for fifty fifty k fine. This, yeah, remember for for a guy like him, fifty k is different versus like a guy like hmm, Steph Curry or you know. So uh, I like Joel LeBron, Embiid, Joel Embiid, LeBron no. Kevin yeah. Durant. Those guys, those guys could take that fine and be like, mm, "All right, whatever." Miles Miles Bridges like that's money. Yes, yeah. that's, that's money. Yeah, even though he's a good player and he has a and he's you know gets a good contract still. Yeah, yeah. So the Phoenix, so the Hawks beat on um, the Horn the Hornets to move on to battle for the AC. Um, the win for the AC. So, um, with that being said, we have the Cavaliers going up against the Hawks. Hawks going into Cleveland. Cleveland cow. The Cleveland crowd was rocking. They was out there. They was trying to will their team. Uh, Trey Young had a awful first half. Yeah, didn't going in there. He had only what like six points. Um, he only had what six points going into that uh, in the first half. Um. And on that on that on that particular game, and then it looks like uh, Cleveland was just you know it was pretty much a nip and tuck game pretty much majority of the time because it was like they're up by five, and it was like a long period of time it was just up by five, up by three, five, ten. It was like it wasn't much of a um, like a like anybody who took con- complete control of the game, and that's where I thought this game was going to go into the favor of the Hawks because they've been there before. Yeah. And this was the, and this team, you know, even though Trey Young struggled and Trey Young had a had a horrible first half, he was able to put it together and move and he was able to put it together in the second half 
and come out and, and put his team on his back and just come out and, and knock down shot. He had 35 points in the second half. 35 points. That's tough. 35 points, man, in the second half. He did he was fantastic in the second half. Even though he had a lousy he had a lousy first half, a, a half to forget about, but he came out 38 points in in total. 38 points in total with the game pretty much leading his team to victory. And then um, yeah, man, I like I said, man, this this I love this Cavaliers team. I think they're gonna be something special in the future moving forward. But uh it looks like the Atlanta Hawks last year, last year they went as far as to the Eastern Conference finals. We'll see what happens this year when they go against the number one seed in the Miami, in the Miami Heat. So We'll see about that. We'll see how that goes. So after that, so now we went through the playing tournament. Now we're going to give our predictions right now on our playoffs, on our playoff first round predictions coming up right now. Now that the playing tournament is done and is over with, now it is time for us to give our predictions on the first round of the playoffs. As of this recording right now, the playoffs have started. This evening, the first game that was played for the playoffs was the Mavs versus the Jazz. Jazz came out with the victory tonight over uh, the Jet um, over um, over the um, Mavericks, and and of course, no Luca. Uh, no they only Luka. won by six, and they only and they won by six. Which only is, won by six, and if I'm seeing a lot of people say if if, if Luca was there, they, they probably won by twenty. Yeah, well. Luca, Luca will give any team in the league. I don't care who it is. Yeah, he gives give any team in the league 36, 12, and 12. Yeah, so man, yeah, but that, that game right there, like I said, man, the Mavs losing Luca was 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 huge. It was super huge. I don't know why they he was playing in the in the final game anyway. You know, with that, you know, knowing that this type of injury could happen to him, you know, and, and everything, but yeah. It is what it is. You know, it sucks, man, because I really, really, really love Luca, man. And and at all his playoff performance that he's done so far, he's been spectacular, man. He's been amazing. And it looked like the, the Mavs looked like they was clicking at the at the right time with the with the new pieces they have with Spencer Dinwiddie um making that trade for Washington, sending Prazingas to Washington to get Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. And that team was was playing extremely well. Spencer Dinwiddie is something. Him going to the Mavericks just gave him a, a second life. Yeah, it did. It really did. And because it, it looked like he was floundering, it looked like he, like him and the and his teammates in Washington wasn't getting along. That's yeah. Whatever. There were his teammates saying that they didn't want him there. Yeah. So I, I don't know what happened down down in DC with that team, but you know he's he finally has the opportunity. He finally get the opportunity. You know, while the Wizards missed, while the Wizards missed the playoff, he's 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 playing in the playoffs right now. You know, right now. So, but yeah, it's kind of bad that you know Luca get got caught, get, got caught with the injury bug at the worst opportune time. You know, what I'm saying it's like, man, for real, you had this had to happen right now, and everything. So, but um, yeah, man, we'll see. Like, we'll see how this go. Because they've already said reports out now that he's going to miss game two as well, so we'll see what so we'll see what what happens now. And then also the second game that went down tonight, the Minnesota Timberwolves 
goes into Memphis and takes out the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes. Wow. I I, I thought it was great. I mean, um, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards dropping 36 and Carl Anthony Towns dropping 32. When you have two guys who can both drop 30 in a game, most likely you're going to win. Yeah, and, call, well, thir- yeah, um, Carl Anthony Towns dropped 29. Actually, 29. I'm sorry, 20, I thought it was 32. 29, but still, he was 20. He was 29, 13 rebounds, three assists. He was you, 11 you and 18 like, from the field. That's yeah, your amazing. big plays like that, you're gonna win games. And then, and then the young up and coming, uh, Edwards, um, Anthony Edwards, he 36, 36.6 assists, four three points, four three pointers, and 12 for 23 from the field. Yeah, the 36 was, um, the 36 was, um, Fourth most from a guy in his debut in the playoff debut, which is behind a, Derrick Rose. I think it was um, some other guys. Kareem but, Abdul-Jabbar, know. the yeah. goat, the goat. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Don't let nobody tell you nothing different. So don't we? But we're going to have an episode about that pretty soon. But anyway, um, yeah, man, for them for their first game out the gate on the road. Against a number two seed team that was twenty and two without John Morant in the lineup, and they came in there and played with ferocity. They played with aggression, and they played with just, just. I mean, they came in there and they really punched um, Memphis in the mouth, man. And I think they can win this series. It it, it could go either way, and the and reason, that's and that's and why. that's the crazy thing about this about this playoff run, especially. It will be very devastating if you're the Memphis Grizzlies having this incredible season you had, getting the number two seed and falling out in the set, in the first round. Like, like it'd be the most devastating thing. I pro- probably, I would say, probably Spurs being taken out by the Memphis Grizzlies back in the day. Remember, then the Spurs lost in the first round. Um, or was it Dallas Mavericks? They they like they got the number one seed and they. And they got knocked out in the first round, and it's just, yeah. I mean, to have that type of season and to to have it end like right there, you know. Let's see what Memphis do. Let's see what they battle because now they now they got um they got a team that's not scared of them because they got Patrick Beverly on the other side and that Timberwolves team that's always barking and in their ear. And that young team believes that that Minnesota team believes they could beat this team and going forward. So. Well, that that happened today, and also in the process of while we're recording uh, this, we have the Raptors going up against the 76ers, and the 76ers doing a fantastic job. They are right at the current um, right now. They are um, 112 to 94. Um, Joel Embiid is having a monster game, and and an emergence of James Harden and um, Maxi. Um, Ty, uh, Maxie, Tyrese Maxi Tyrese Maxi yeah. has been. Like I said, man, he's been incredible, a third option for them, you know, taking the spot that everybody thought Tobias Harris was going to be in. But he's definitely been that third guy that, that works hard and, and, and just and just doing great. Like, I, he's he's developed himself into a mainstay for that for that Phillies team, man. And that team was just completely awesome going forward. I, I, I definitely want to see how this how this series goes, especially when they go to Toronto, and um, and Thibault was not going to be able to, to be playing because of him not getting 
his second shot and being vaccinated. Yeah. So we'll see how that series goes with that. But as it looks right, as it looks as right now, as this particular recording, as we're watching this game, um, it looks like Philly might take game one and be up 1-0 against the 76ers. Now, now that we have that out the way of the of those teams that's playing as of currently right now, we're going to give our predictions on on round number one. So we already we got Timberwolves up 1-0 against Grizzlies. So who you got winning that particular season between the Grizzlies between Grizzlies and Timberwolves? It looks like you 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 gave your prediction a little bit back there when when we were talking about them. Yeah. Um with the Sixers, no, with, or, with Minnesota and um, oh yeah, and Minnesota, Minnesota and Minnesota and the Grizzlies. Like who you who you got winning that series? And I, it looks like you and it looks like you kind of gave your prediction a little earlier with that with that. Yeah, with definitely. That. I think Minnesota has a chance to beat them. Uh, Stephen Adams is good, but Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns, if he can continue to press, and if you like, you think about it. There's nobody who can guard Anthony Edwards on that Grizzlies team. Mm-hmm. Like nobody like Dylan Brooks, he's good. He's not he's not he's not fast enough. He's not quick enough to stay with him. Uh-huh. You think of you think of Desmond uh Desmond Brooks, I think that's was that or Desmond Baines. He's he's stronger, mm-hmm. but when it comes to guarding somebody like Anthony Edwards, again, he's a little bit too fast for him. And he's a little bit too quick for him. I don't think anybody, again, like I said, can guard him. Mm-hmm. And if he continues to take advantage of it and they continue to play in the half court setting, then they'll win they'll win the series. Yeah. But also but but I so so you have Minnesota winning that game. Yeah, I thought Minnesota was gonna win the game. Um because I just didn't think that they were they were ready for that yeah i just didn't think that they're ready well i i have memphis winning this winning that series the reason why is because of the team that they have they have a loaded team and everybody plays smart they play they play together yeah I but just, they play 100 percent. somebody said it earlier that memphis's problem during the season is that they're playing 100 percent in you know like it's game seven every single game. It's it's almost like mm-hmm. you're a little kid and you're playing with, you know, a bunch of older guys and, you know, you're going 100% trying to impress these guys. And these guys are kind of going 50%. Like, oh, we're just going to make them think that he's hooping. And then once you get to the playoffs and everybody starts to turn it up, then it's like, oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. And you have to readjust. You have to like really start to pay attention to the details of the game, right? But I, like I said, I still think Memphis has the opportunity to win that game, and I, I oh yeah, for sure. They and, and I and I, I'm still going with Memphis, even though they had a step back. They had a pretty bad step back, losing at home to to the to the Timberwolves. But I still I still go with uh I still go with Minnesota coming out of the first round and moving moving on moving on uh moving on from there. Uh, um, you go to talk about um the Mavs and the and the Jazz, and unless I'm taking the Jazz in that game, unless Luca, if Luca doesn't come back, or Luca's not going to be 100 percent with that with that calf strain that he has. If Luca comes back, even 50 percent, I have them beating the Jazz. I don't, I don't especially, know, about especially especially with all the with all the issues. Uh, 
Donovan Mitchell has with Rudy Gobert and how Rudy Go- like there's there's a bunch of time in games mm-hmm. where Rudy Gobert will have a a small on him. I'm talking about you know a, a like Trey Young type small. Like he'll have a small on him, and they just won't get it in the post. Do that against any guy like Jokic. Do that against Joel Embiid. I promise they're going right to that star, and they're saying, "All right, it's one v one. Now you don't have to let your little guy try to guard our best big." Right. And most of the time, that doesn't work out for the small. Right. Absolutely. But I still believe, even with you, still got Donovan Mitchell, you still got Jordan Clarkson, you still got Rudy Gobert. Um, you, you got um, um, you got those. I mean, you they still are a very good team, and with the Dallas Mavericks without their star. Especially with their stars, they now. can play well without Luca. They can, but I mean, they all only they, need they only lost by what six today. Six. All they need, without all them. they need, is Luca to close. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's one thing. But the thing is, Luca has to play though. If Luca plays, you know he's going to give you over twelve points, and when you lose lose by six, mm-hmm. it, it makes it makes you know that team think. Because I bet you they're not going. They're not. The Jazz aren't going. Back in the locker room, saying, "Yeah, we beat this team. Yeah, da da da." You just beat a team that doesn't have their star. If you're, if there's, Luca is such a talent mm-hmm. that if he plays, he impacts the game by just playing. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like he can be a decoy if he wants to. He doesn't even have to blow past people. Get him in the post, let him post up, and if they don't bring a double and Luca's calf feels comfortable, go ahead and take some shots. But if he's, you know, posting up and then they bring help over and they try to trap it, guess what? Luca's ability to pass, he'll pass the ball, and it's easy buckets from there. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everybody on the Mavs scene, I'd say, like, other than Dorian Smith and, you know, the bigs, mm-hmm. can really, you know, catch on the three-point line, get to the rim and facilitate with, uh, what's his name? You got Trey Burks is there. Yeah. You have Jalen Brunson is there. Yeah. And both of those guys, they can get from the three-point line to the rim mm-hmm. and then, you know, either score or facilitate. So I think getting him in the post, if he does come back, if he doesn't, then the Jazz win this series probably probably 4-1, 4-2. But if Luke is able to play and if they get him in the post against some of these Jazz defenders like Royce O'Neal, who's not big enough for Luka, mm-hmm. then – I definitely see this going to game six, seven, and shoot, maybe the Mavericks might be able to take it. Well, we'll see. Well, like I said, but like, but it, it really, it really, it really conduce on, on um, it really conduce on 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 um, Lucas' health, because like I said, we've seen this scenario before, a la Chris Paul with the with the Houston Rockets. Yeah, he had a calf strain, he had a hamstring injury, uh, and that was. He was pretty much all she wrote, and and Rockets, who had the opportunity to take out the the reigning defending NBA champions, the, the dynasty, Ghost, the, the dynasty, they were dynasty, and they couldn't and they couldn't do it, even with a even even with KD being, I, I I think KD was out at that time too with with his injury or whatnot, um, or maybe no, I don't, I don't K- think, no, KD played, KD played, oh KD played, okay, time, okay, yeah. so that year he did play. But yeah, that did, particular yeah. year, yeah, that particular year, everybody was expecting the Rockets to make a deal, and I remember. But one, that showed you how impressive it was. Yeah, KD, Clay, Draymond, 
they had Boogie Cousins. No, actually, I don't think they had Boogie Cousins at the time. They might have. But they had, you know, Andre. No, because if they did have Boogie Cousins, he didn't play that. Yeah, that was the next year. That was the following year. But 2018, you know, or 2000, 2000, I'd say 17 and 17. Mm -hmm. 2017 or 2018, whichever one, it was Clay, Steph, Draymond, Kevin Durant. And that team was going through teams easily like a hot butter through knife, like or, or like a like a hot a knife, knife through butter. butter. Hilarious. But what? like, you get what I'm saying. That team yeah. was no joke, and yeah. they were making everybody seem like little kids out there. Yeah, man. That, that like I said, that team was just was just on another level with all the talent that they had. It's just it was just ridiculous. But going back to to the maps, man, it just seems as though. It it really predicates on 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 Lucas' um, health, man, and how he and, it, and how much if he does come back, how much the injury will hinder him. Even though he plays a slow pace, you still playing on you're playing on one leg. You so know it'll what I'm be saying? a little bit even slower. Yeah, and and you know and everything. So we'll see how that turns out with the Mavs, man. Uh, it, it's kind of a bummer to see that happen. But but also them. also it'll show his talent. That's true. Because I think true. I think I think there's some guys who are talented and athletic. Mm-hmm. There's some guys who are just athletic, and then there's some guys who are just talented. Right. You think of Luca. You think of a very talented guy. You don't really think of him as you know. I'm not gonna. He's not gonna blow past somebody with his speed and athleticism mm-hmm. and go over the top and dunk on somebody like a prime Russell Westbrook. He's going to you know use a lot of misdirection hezies and you know moves that'll get you out of position. Then that's where he'll get his buckets and you know his ability to create space and pass the ball. Right. So that's showing his talent rather than showing his athleticism. Yeah. And if he comes back, I don't think he'll have a problem with it. Well, we'll see. But like I said, we it's just one game. Uh, they got a long series, depending on how things turn out. So we'll see what's going on with that. Now, we talked uh, the next available game that's going to be in the East. Uh, we're going to be with the Golden State Warriors versus the Nuggets. Who you got in that series, man? Um. So Steph Curry is going to play in this first game. Yep. That's what they said. Yes, he is. Um, I'm not sure. I think this is a toss-up right now. I'm not really going to lie. Mm-hmm. With, I mean, everybody's healthy for Golden State, and everybody is healthy for Denver other than Jamal Murray, who hasn't played. And Michael Porter Jr. And Michael Porter Jr. Either. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. So I think, I think with Steve Kerr coaching and how good of a defensive coach he is to make up game plans, mm-hmm. And how good defenders that they have, mm-hmm. like you think, you think the good defenders for the Golden State Warriors kind of outweigh the good offensive players mm-hmm. for the for the Denver uh, Nuggets. And I I keep almost thinking Denver Broncos because I saw Russell Wilson at a Denver Nuggets game, right? But you know, you look at you look at Denver Bone uh, Bones Highland. Mm-hmm. You got uh, uh, Nikola Jokic, obviously, you know, the former MVP. And mm-hmm. shoot, might get it this year. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I think we'll we'll definitely talk about that MVP discussion too next next time when we when we get back here. And I, I, I it's, it's very it's a very tight race with that too as well. But yeah, I, but with that with that being said, um, with the Golden State and the Nuggets, I have to go with Golden State. I really do. I think they're. I think they're clicking just at the right time. They got everybody healthy. Clay has been playing much, much better. Pretty much rounding out into form 
and what he's what we knew him be you know to be before the injuries you know that he had and but now it's um now Steph is coming back and he's coming back after you know having that injury uh having that injury if he was coming back from this injury I'd say about 10 like if this injury was pushed back 10 games Mm-hmm. And he would have came back from his injury ten games ago. Mm-hmm. Then he would have had time to get back into playoff form and all of that. Well, but he's coming I'm, back. Listen, he's I'm coming not... back from an injury in the like at the beginning of the playoffs. So things in game two normally, you know, game one normally of any team of any series, it's a blowout. The game first game because it's either it's my game plan was better than your game plan. Now game two, normally it's you still have the game same game plan. I changed my game plan, and now we're able to compete. But here's the thing, though: we've seen this happen with Steph. Remember when he it was on the um the, the year they played um the year they lost to the Cavs in the um in they lost to the Cavs in the in the uh, in the finals, the second round in the West. Steph came back off of an injury where he was out for a while. And he came back from the injury, and he had an explosive game. That's the game he was like, he took out his mouthpiece for saying, I'm back, I'm back. So we've seen Steph do this before. It's not like this ain't the first time he's done it. So that's why I'm not really, I'm not really worried about rust or or anything. I'm just just worried. I'm just worried about defensively. When when we knew, when we knew Steph as a defensive stopper, we never knew him. But, as like a seriously, but but if I'm playing defense and I'm coming off an injury, you're kind of favoring that injury a lot. Well, we'll see. On offense, on offense, that's if you attack the the injury. You know what I'm saying? Like if you going, like if you if you're going. But, you know, yeah. depending on if that's if you're attacking the injury. Like I remember when when. Uh, when Kobe Bryant was was playing against Tracy McGrady, and he was talking about how his back, you know, was was messing with him, and Kobe was like, "Is that?" He says, "Is it all right? That back is all right because I'm gonna test that. I'm gonna test that back." And he came up and he came down and clubbed the back of his back in a in a in a way, and T Mac was like, "Oh my goodness, he just this dude just hit me in my back. He just hit me, and he was done for the rest of that game." So, like I said, it unless they attacked his injury the way he does i i don't see i don't see steph having any trouble moving around plus it's with draymond um being who draymond is and making that team um flow with his passing ability um, from the elbow um i i got golden state winning this series even though nicola yeah i think so but jordan cole is going to start today okay so so yeah so steph curry to you know restrict his minutes he's Mm going to come off the bench and the starting lineup will be Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon. Okay. Well, then let's see how that game goes. But I really have Golden State coming in there and, and taking this game, uh, taking this series and, and moving on in the second round. So my pick is Golden State. You got Denver. Okay. Uh, let's go Phoenix. No, I, w- I wouldn't say Denver. I think I think I'd take Golden State. So you- I, I got Golden State in seven. Okay. You got Golden State in seven? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I take go to I take go to state. Okay, I say go to state in seven too. Yeah, I go go to state in seven. Um, and you had, a, okay, let's go back. Mavs and Jazz. Who you you said you had the Jazz? If jazz, without Luca, ja- if, if Luca is not playing, then I have the Jazz. If Luca plays, 
I think they beat the I think they beat the Jazz in seven. Okay, without Luca in how many games? Without Luca, the Jazz beat the Mavericks. I think in five. I take that too. If with, I, th- I think I think the Mavericks will get at least one. I think they'll get at least one. I think Trey Burke and, and uh Jalen Brunson. I think they go off for I think twenty five plus each. I was I, I, well. I'm going off the strip of I don't think Luca's going to play, and I don't think Luca's going to be 100 percent off that leg injury that he's had. So I I'm going I'm going with the full stamp of a full stamp of Jazz winning in five with against the Mavericks due to Luca being out. Um, also, next game uh, we said Memphis and Timberwolves. You you had Timberwolves. Timberwolves. I think Timberwolves. I think Patrick Beverly. Is going to feel them. How many them. games? Six. I don't think. I don't think Memphis is really ready for the playoffs yet. I think six it's. Games. I think it's going to be a long series, and I think Memphis is going to come out. But or did might, I say Memphis? You said. You said Timberwolves. Okay. Good. Good. And you said Just Timberwolves is. Sure. You said Timberwolves is six. Timberwolves is six. Yes, sir. I got. I got Memphis in seven. I think it's going to be a long battle. I think both teams are going to want to take a, a piece of each other. But one's going to come out there, you know, moving on, but a little bit weakened because yeah. of that, because of that battle. So, I'm, I'm thinking that game is going to be, it's going to be that pretty much devastating between those three. But I got Memphis coming out, coming out, going into the second round. Um, final game in the West, you got the Suns versus the New Orleans Pelicans. I think Pelicans take at least one game. So, Suns, uh, four games to one. Game five, they win. Yeah, I got the Suns and I got the Suns in four. I, I think CJ McCollum and Bernie Ingram they'll go off for sixteen at least one game. Uh-huh. As in, like, as in, like you know, thirty and thirty. Uh huh. Um, I definitely see them again. Like I said, taking one game. I I think the Suns gonna sweep them. Sweep. I think it's gonna be a sweep. I get gentlemen sweep. I get I give them a sweep because I because because Phoenix has been hungry. They've been wanting this since they lost in the finals against against um Milwaukee. Yeah, and their defense has been the elite of the elite in the NBA so far. So I don't see them playing around. I don't see them playing with their food, as they would say. I see them taking out, taking out, um, taking out the Pelicans quick and often. And so I, I got, I got, I got the Suns um, sweeping them, taking them out, moving on to the second round, waiting for the next one so they can get back to the final. So mm. that's what I'm. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying with that with, with that game. I understand that. All right. So go to the East. East Coast, baby. East Coast. And we got the Heat versus the Atlanta Hawks. I got the Heat in five. Heat in five, yeah. Same. Same. I think Trey Young, obviously, he can carry a team. I think he can win at least one game. But I think I think Jimmy Butler, after that altercation that he had midseason with Udonis and Spolstra, I think he comes out and he kind of kind of like a mm-hmm. yeah I'm really that dude right game and yeah I think he really shows out with a I'd mm-hmm. say I'd say a 25 point at least either I think he has to at least get a double double okay yeah but I got yeah I got Miami Heat winning that game in, in, in the five games and I think Atlanta gets one game maybe at home but uh. I got Miami pretty much put doing the work and and being the top team that they are. I think they're going to stay there. Um, Philly versus Toronto, and in the process of us recording right now, Philly is pretty much twenty at the current score right now, and there's four minutes left in the game, and the Philly is one twenty four to uh, Philly has one twenty four to 
Toronto's 104. Um, so it looks like Philly's going to take game one if everything stands the way it is as of right now, um, besides that turnover that James Harden just did. <laughs> but Oh, Floyd Mayweather in the building. Yeah, I see that. I see one, one of the greatest to ever deal with Floyd Mayweather. He's on our screen right now in Philly. But Philly, Toronto, who you got in this game? Who you got winning this series? I think Philly wins this series. I think this is kind of the – the resurgence of James Harden in the playoffs. And I think this is going to, you know, make people respect James Harden's name in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I got this. I think they win in, I think they win in five. I think, yeah, the, the, the leadership, or you could say like the, the veteranship leads them to five games and a move on. Well, I will, I will, I will still take Philly, but I think it's going to be in six. Only reason why I'm saying that is because of of um, of the whole thing of Thibault not being able to play in Toronto due to the vaccine. Uh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Man, he's he, he he forgot to take his second shot, and now he can't play in Toronto because he did it or he forgot to. No, he forgot to. Like wow. he took the first shot and then forgot to take the second one. So now he can't play in Toronto. Oh, that should have been your first thing to do. I don't. My thing is, who on the who on the who on the Philadelphia staff didn't keep track of that, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your job. Like to like do that. fully vaccination status, like right. one and a half vaccination status. Right. Absolutely. Like that. That's I don't know how you let that slip, especially one of your key players in Thibault. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it is it is what it is. So Thibault. Was not going to be playing in Toronto, so that could cause some type of a riff. But I, I still, I, I give it to six, and I think Toronto can battle them. But, um, but man, it looks like it looks like Philly really looks like they they put a pound in on them tonight, um, as uh, put a pound on them right now. So, but I still give it, I give it to six due to Thibault situation, but. I, I think Tyrese Maxey. But Tyrese Maxey is Tyrese Maxey is definitely is definitely the third guy on this squad. And he's he's emerging as one of the best young one of the best young guards that's in the game as well right now. Yeah, for sure. He's really good. Yeah, so yeah, so as it looks like right now, it looks like Philly's gonna take game one from here. We both have we both have Philly in the first round. He's taking them in five. I taking them. In, I, I, I he said it'll take the five. I said it will be in six. In the next game we got in the in the East, we got um, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Chicago Bulls. It's an upcoming series. Yeah, um, um, I think it's gonna be a sweep there, Milwaukee. No, I can't. I can't. I can't give you that. And the only reason why I say that is because throughout the regular season. Even though Chicago has some great games, they've, they've been terrible against good teams. That's very good teams. They, yeah, yeah. Like they they were getting destroyed. No, no. Any team about they were, I think it was like halfway through the season. They they were. I think it was. I think it was like five, five and like ten, or it was like it was just some really bad record. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like against bad teams like under five hundred. They mm-hmm. were really good. Against team over five, not not you know un, over sixty. This is over five hundred. They are 
they were terrible against. They, I think they were winless against. Mm-hmm. I was watching them face the the Milwaukee Bucks, and they just like they couldn't get a stop. Demar Rosen, he would still do his thing, but they just couldn't get a stop, and that really separates a good team from a bad team. It's mm-hmm. having guys who can close. Yeah, but like, but that's the thing though. Milwaukee on offense and defense. Yeah, you but defensive I, stops. I really look at Milwaukee, man. That team is just. They're just good all around, and and Drew you know, Holiday, Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, you know he can and he Giannis, can, and of course how Giannis. How can we forget Giannis? Giannis was going to be Giannis, but the thing I also look at as well is no Caruso for Chicago, no Lonzo Ball for Chicago. Two of their main guys, two of their main defensive mainstay on that boss on that I'm sorry on that Chicago Bulls team, they're not going to be there. That that's saying something that that's that's huge because that's what made that team fun and special to watch at one point in time because of those two on the floor now you don't have them it's like what do you do you know what i'm saying it's like so i really don't i can't see chicago getting the game off this particular milwaukee team especially the way they've been playing down the stretch Going down the stretch, going into the playoffs, I I really don't see I don't see them getting the game off of Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee stomps through them and get and gets to the second round. So. I think they win at least one. Obviously, I think Demar Derozan's able to take over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think the tandem of of uh, Demar Derozan and Zach Levine, I think they take at least one game. Yeah. You got to give them one, but because of how good they are. But Giannis, I think. His dominance will carry them again to a, another gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you got them in five, which is you know, is a gentleman's sweep, I say they're not going to get a game off. But we'll see. But we'll see what Chicago does moving forward um, with this with the, with this series. But I, I got Milwaukee coming out regardless, and I got Chicago, you know, having a good having a having a a very good season, you know, just getting knocked out in the first round because it's their first time being back in the playoffs for. For a long, for a while now, you know, so we'll see how that goes moving forward. Now, last but definitely not least, we got the Boston Celtics versus the Brooklyn Nets, and that's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a battle. It, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it, it, this is making me smile right now. This is going to be crazy. And the thing is, the storyline between Brooklyn and Boston, Kyrie, and his. And the Celtics, Celtics, and they're going home. They're, they're going to be in the first. They, they'll be doing home games. Game one is going to be in Boston, so that's going to be something. The fans, Boston fans, can't stand Kyrie when he stomped on Lucky, the logo, the logo, and everything. And and Boston fans are like they wanted to rip his head off. And then when he tore, when he turned his ankle in the Milwaukee game. Yeah, big baby Davis coming out said, "Well, that's what you get when you're trying to disrespect." I was like, "Good God, man, that it's like that, you know? It's like those guys run up and down on Lucky all the time, you know what I'm saying?" But anyway, man, as we see right now, Philly pretty much took Game One, thirty-one, one thirty-one to let to one eleven. Uh, Philly go up in Game, go up, go up, take draw first blood in Game One, so. Philly takes game one moving forward. So we're going to see how that rolls with that, with that team. But back Philly, I'm sorry, back with Boston and Brooklyn. 
I think this, I think Boston. This is going to be yeah, yeah. This is going to be a battle. I got this going to seven. Uh, and Boston has been playing extremely well. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, J- uh, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. They've been playing extremely they well. They did lose the Time Lord, so yeah. that's going to be an issue. But still, Daniel Tyson, Al Horford, let's not act like they're scrubs because they can play. Yeah, they can. And they Daniel can. Tyson is a little bit smaller, but yeah, he makes up for it with his speed and shooting. Right. So we'll see how that goes. But I have this game going all the way to seven, and I got Boston winning. I got Boston knocking out Brooklyn in the first round. Okay, so we agree on that. Then. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. I'm going, I'm going with you on that one. So we got game seven going. That's going on the game seven. It's going to be a battle uh, for that. For that, it's uh, tomorrow. That. Also, all these games are tomorrow, except uh, the next Philly and Toronto game coming on Monday. Yeah. So yeah, that that's going to be crazy. And right after this is going to be the go to state versus um, uh, go to state versus. Right now, it's going to be go after this. Well, because now Philly has won. It's going to be Golden State versus Philly. I'm sorry, the Nuggets uh, at right now after that. So it's going to be Golden State versus the uh, Denver Nuggets after the, the Philly, um, uh, Philly's win over um, Toronto. So pretty much how everything we, we see it right now for the first round of the playoffs. Uh, we're going to be we're definitely going to be going back. We're going to be going back after the after the first round of all the games. We're gonna be going. Back, we're going to pretty much go back into those games and pull out key games of players of, of certain games um, of those of the first rounds, and they give our thoughts on those on the first round um, matchup between all the teams, and uh, move forward from there, and then give our predictions on the second round. So uh, definitely, um, definitely tune in, keep staying with us here, and what's the scrimmage, and uh, and stay locked in with us. My name is Big Ron. I'm Dre. And thank you for tuning in. Take care. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to What's the Scrimmage. Please like, share, and subscribe. And stay tuned for future podcasts coming your way. Take care and be safe. One love.